Welcome to another episode of Empower Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Abney. And I am Marilyn Egan. We're a little podcast and we teach people, well, not teach, we just share our experiences about how energy has impacted our life and we offer um, support on living life a little bit more consciously. And we do that by talking to really, really cool people that are doing fun stuff in the world. And yes, today we, we are joined with... Michelle Woodruff. Yes, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for inviting me. I know that, Michael, we haven't formally met, but have not. I have a podcast of my own, which is totally different than this one. Yes, and I've listened to a couple of those episodes. <laughs> They're really fun totally and a different. great premise. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, like, how do you do, you do them in the truck? Yes, like how in the truck. What's your setup? Yes. What is my setup? An iPhone with uh, one of the Sure mics. Perfect. So we get the studio ready by closing the sleeper curtains. <laughs> <laughs> so we close the sleeper curtains and we turn the air vents away. And yeah. then we go. So while my husband my husband always drives and I um, I record whenever I'm riding, of course, because I drive as well. So we drive team coast to coast every week. Every single week. Every single week. So yes. what an amazing perspective oh. that you have. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> it's not just driving a truck and having a podcast. So no. what? What else? Like no. you got? Oh my goodness gracious! Well, I have a really wild background. Okay. Yes. A really wild, but, wild story. It started. We back, love those. We love those. Yeah. We do. Well, you know, first off, when I was a kid, I was always different, and uh-huh. I always had spiritual communications when I was a kid. My mom always supported it, but I kept it a secret because I went to a very small rural Mid Missouri town. So you didn't Where? want Warrington. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I grew yeah. up in a small town too. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. Kirksville. So you don't yeah, you just don't talk yeah. about those things. Nope. Nope. So still don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came out of the closet with yes. COVID. Um, and it's been the best thing I've ever done. So uh I started I guess you would say I'm kind of a well-rounded person from artistic to scientific because mm-hmm. I started, I have a dance degree in classical dance and I worked in dance for quite a few years. So I have a bachelor's in dance and psychology because I want to be a dance therapist. But 40 years ago, I was way ahead of my time and they didn't have dance therapy back then. They do have it now. But back yeah. then, they did not have it because I wanted to use it as a form of somatic therapy to help people who have depression or anxiety or psychological conditions. So since I couldn't do that when I was done dancing professionally, I went into physical therapy. And that's where I met Marilyn. Yes. Was in yes. physical therapy. You've known for that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. yeah. yeah. Okay. A long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. And uh, Marilyn and I are both PTAs at the same time. Yes. Pretty well. And yes. then she broke off into more alternative approach mm-hmm. and I decided to stay with traditional because I thought there was a lot of education that needed to be done with traditional mm-hmm. to bridge traditional and alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always been there in physical therapy. I did that for 30 years. And this was before COVID. I just I felt I wrote it to the end and I retired. And I came home yeah. and I told my husband, I retired, I'm going to help you with the business. So we had a multi-million dollar trucking company. And we ran it for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden, one day, we didn't have it. So yeah. it was like, okay, I guess this is our big sign. We need to walk away from it. Hardest thing we did, but we walked away from it. And my sister worked for us. And she's like, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, 
I guess I'm going to be a truck driver. And she started laughing hysterically because I'm kind of flighty. And <laughs> people are like, yeah, a truck driver? Sure. I'm like, well, why not? So when COVID hit, um, we were, well, it's kind of a really weird story because my husband had broke his leg in three places and we had one truck at that time. And so I was the one who got out, hooked up the trailers, unhooked the trailers, opened the trailer doors, <laughs> hooked the trailers up. I was doing all the work. Luckily, it was his uninvolved leg. There's that therapist, uninvolved uh-huh. leg. So he could drive. <laughs> um, he could climb in and out. And he was non-weight bearing. Wow. So I had to do all the work with the truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, I might as well get paid. So we were in Chicago, COVID lockdown happened, and that was a really weird day to see everything mm-hmm. in Chicago stop. That was scary feeling. And I went to truck diving school. They had to figure out how to do the school because they had just shut everything down in the country. So we were like guinea pigs, got my CDL, and now we drive coast to coast. And while we're driving, I'm like, all of these intuitive things kept coming to me. New things, new things, new things. And they were all things I could do while I was driving. Mm-hmm. Not while I was driving, but while I was not driving. While he was driving. Yes. Because we drive basically 12 hours a day, each of us. And mm-hmm. then, so then I have 12 hours a day off or I'm sleeping or whatever. And so the first thing that happened is... I started getting spirits riding with me in my truck. (laughs) Wow. So it was really... Just hitching, hitching, hitching. Sitting in my seat. I have to tell you about the first spirit because the first spirit, he volunteered to be my spirit guide and I said, no, thank you. Um, The first spirit that rode with me was my (laughs) husband. This husband, we've been married 15 years. He lost a brother in his childhood. His brother was very, very young. And it was a bizarre type of loss. He was in Arizona and one of, he was drunk, either drunk or impaired. He told me impaired. So I'm, I'm going with impaired. And he was on his way home. Well, he used to take the drainage dishes in Arizona because he didn't want to get a ticket. So he would drive his pickup truck through the drainage dish. Well, they happened to open the floodgates that night. And because he was impaired, this is what he told me, because there was a lot of speculation whether it was an accident or not, because he was involved in, with quite a few um, shady people. And uh, he was kind of wheeler-dealer, but very, very charismatic. And that night, um, it, it, it's always been a contention in the family as to what really happened. And so he told me he was impaired. He couldn't find his way out. And he drowned and died. But he's actually been here since with his then girlfriend who he asked that night to get engaged to, but she said no. And Um. so it's been a really emotional trip. So without, I don't want to get into their story because that's not what it's about. It's about he was in my truck. (laughs) I never met him ever in my life because he had passed before I even knew my husband. And he would go on and on and he would sing songs and a lot of rock songs. He was into the rock of that time. And and he would say what happened and he'd tell me all this stuff. And so finally I told I told my husband, I said, you know, your brother's been riding with me and this is what he's talking about. 
And he's like, there is no way on earth you would know that. No way on earth. And his then girlfriend was like, there's no way on earth you would know that. And so he had a message for me to deliver to her. She was having a really, she's a nurse and having a really hard time with COVID. So that's what happened is all of these deceased loved ones or loved ones who used to be a lot on, further on the other side of the veil, they're not anymore. They're right, right here. Yes. It's like the veil really isn't even there anymore. And they're helping people here. So it's You're like- the first geez. person that's ever said that. <laughs> that is- it's kind of true. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for just pointing yeah. that out. Yeah. We've been thinning really, really thin. Really, really You're just thin. like, it's not even there. No. <laughs> it isn't. I get that in this moment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have run across so many of these deceased loved ones who are actually working in conjunction with their loved ones who are still here on something they've decided to work on to help make it a better place, so to speak. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so he helps her with her patience because their story is a unifying story of hope and to live each day for what it is. So it's it's really, it. I mean, it gives me goosebumps even to think about it. And he was very charis- charismatic and he's like, I'll be your spirit guide. I'm like, no, I got to cover thanks, you know? <laughs> so I just have, it, and and it's like the universe started with the most challenging spirits first because I didn't want to be the one to bring this up in the family. Right. Because it's been a touchy subject mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then there was another. I mean, it just was one one after another. <laughs> but what did you say? I came out of the closet. Yes. Yes. And so they're like, she came out of the closet. We're jumping in there. We're going to get that message I, out. Yeah, exactly. They started lining up. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, I told my husband, like, okay, it's time for me to come out of the closet. It's time for me to come clean. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I can't deny it anymore. Yes. And so I feel like I've actually stepped into who I am. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know. Well, because uh, you're like wide open. Like, mm-hmm. There's yeah. a big neon sign going, hey, <laughs> exactly. you need to talk to the other worlds right here. Yeah, yeah. Like, because there's, um, I sense all the people around you. Mm-hmm. It's like when I, like, I want to yawn, it's like that's when I'm knowing the presence of, like, a lot, a lot of, of powerful energy. energy. Right, right. Are you aware of that? Like, yes. <laughs> she always How has do you been. handle that? She always has. Thank been. you, Marilyn. <laughs> yeah. People, even before they knew I was out of the closet or like Marilyn, you're enlightened. My friends are working on our path to enlightenment. Yes. But even the people who didn't know what the hell enlightenment was, they're mm-hmm. like, you're very mysterious. <laughs> Yeah, I remember hearing that when I was a dancer. They're like, you're very mysterious. I'm like, well, I really don't think I'm mysterious, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, doesn't everyone do their first crossover to a spirit and they're in seventh grade? Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But we think we do in our head, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's just normal. Yeah. What do you mean you don't see those people over there? What do you mean you don't hear them talking? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's been a our year... This year and a half, almost two years of COVID, has been really difficult for the whole world. Yes. A lot of change, a lot of turmoil, but from that, some great things are blossoming forth. And our turmoil year was the year before COVID, which I find interesting. I always go through everything before Mm -hmm. the masses. We do. Yeah. 
And uh-huh. so ours was putting that million dollar, multi-million dollar business to rest and going on with nothing and seeing where we were at, but still knowing we were okay, you know. Right. And so we we did. And then everything just started falling into place for us. And uh, mm. I started a podcast. I got a CDL. And I know I called you for some advice on the platform for the podcast because... I, you know, and I have this tendency because a lot of people are like, have you are you still on book? that one? Mm-hmm. Are you still on Libsyn? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, we still are. Um, a lot of people are like, have you read this book by so and so? Have you read this book? I'm like, no, I haven't, <laughs> because my tendency has been to want to go buy a book when I want to get a question, and so I want to do a podcast. So what do I do? I bought a book, and and I sold the book to someone else. I didn't get a thing out of it. Not one thing. Yeah. When I wanted to uh, put together my, I do my own splicing and audio and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I need to have someone do this for me. I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm from a performing arts background. I used to do sound shows. We used to work at the Rep. I'm from Webster University. My gosh, you know, um, I worked with a Prentice Dance Company for 15 years, and we used to cut their music. It's like. Once I figured out that GarageBand could do that, it's like, wow. Boom. But I was so overwhelmed because the podcast came. I wrote this book. And it, they actually, I wrote this book years ago, 15, 20 years ago. And it was, the guides are like, you need to publish it now. Now, it's time. Get it out. So I had to dig through everything. And I'm like, well, there it is. It's still there. And I read it. I'm like, yeah, now what do I do? <laughs> and that... Well, I told you I I read this and I love it. I think it's got a beautiful message that mm-hmm. I've never really heard anybody give that same no. message. No, and it's very powerful for yes, and it's it's multicultural. Yes, multicultural. Um, because Santa is multicultural. Santa was around a long time ago, people. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, back before before Christianity, Santa originates from the earth. The earth is a lot older than we are. You know, a lot <laughs> a older bit. than we are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this particular story, I looked at Santa in other cultures. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what Santa's in every culture. Yeah. I was shocked. Because I'm like, he's, you know, in all the cultures, there is Santa. And I'm like, of course there is. Because he's Father Christmas. He's our masculine energy. Santa's our male energy, you know, our fathering energy. Of course, he's in every culture. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to make this multicultural. So so I'm like, how do I do it? And so I bought these books. And I did this. I'm like, okay, how do I publish? How do, I don't know how to do this. So I just step back. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have guides who know exactly how I think. Mm-hmm. They know what makes sense to me. So I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to say, how do I do this? How do I publish this book? From the minute I did that to the minute I published was two, like two months. Wow. Two months. And that was before artwork, right? You just had your story. and I, no All artwork, I had no was nothing. the story. It wasn't even typed. It was <clears throat> I wrote it so long ago. It was <laughs> handwritten in a spiral notebook. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what a storyboard was. I didn't know 
what I had to do or anything. And they, my guides gave me an awesome, awesome message that I think we all need to use. And they said, one step at, at a time. time. Yeah. We like to think, I need to get this book done. But it really is, it doesn't all happen at once. It happens one step at a time. And that's how the our mind The mind are. wants to do it all at once. Yes. And like... Um, and our ego wants to do it all at once. Yeah. Right, because we want it done. We want mm-hmm. it tangible. We're like, look, I did yeah. this. It's done. Yeah. It's like creates a false sense of urgency that throws your vibration exactly. off. You know what's funny is when you were telling your story, I thought when you said, I was going to ask my guides, how do I do this? I was hearing you say, what's the next step? Yes. Is what I heard you say when you said, mm-hmm. how do I do this? What's mm-hmm. the next step? Because right. you don't need to know the whole staircase. You do Just not. The next you step. don't. And, yeah. and it was so easy once we got to that. And I would hear the right things at the right time. I like the Laura Powers podcast. I think she's a very dynamic person. You can tell she was in acting just by the way she presents herself. And she was talking about, you know, one of her podcasts was, I've learned that if you don't want to do something, you just hire someone to do it. And I'm like, and I was trying to figure out how to do an illustrator. So I went on the Upwork Network Never uh-huh. been on it before. I interviewed, and in two days, I found um, Rajiv Kumar. And I'm like, this is who I want to be my illustrator. He understands my mission. He understands I want to be multicultural. He gets it. So then I had to do, these are all different steps, one step at a time. Right? Yeah. Then I had to do a storyboard. I did it all on my phone because (laughs) (laughs) I do everything on my phone. Like it's just like if you you have to pay to use Word on a laptop, but did you know it's free on your iPhone? No. So I did this whole storyboard. I had to draw out the illustrations, and you have to write descriptions of what you want and expressions and stuff like that. Did it all on Word on my phone, and we worked (laughs) back and forth through our iPhone to do this book. And he sent me all of the, un- first he sent me all of the sketches and I would make changes. And it really wasn't a lot of changes because we were so in sync. He was the perfect person for this. And it just, he portrayed it exactly how I wanted it. And I started out in physical therapy working with pediatrics. And I did that oh. for like 10 years. And people were always like, how can you work with those little children that have disabilities? I'm like, well, someone's got to be tough on them. And they're not going <laughs> to learn to walk. Right. You got to be. It's just the way it is. But they learned to love that about me. Right. You know, so we would, we would literally give each other a hard time all the time. I'm like, no, today you're going to learn to fall because I'm going to push you down on the mat. So get ready. You know? And so <laughs> it's, I wanted, I felt bad for those children because... I wanted them to be able to pick up a book and say, you know, that kid in that book is like me. Look, yes. that kid in that book is not a white Caucasian male or, I, you know, I'm Caucasian. I, that's fine. But I find there's too much of that out there. We, the diversity needs to be better. We mm-hmm. have a diverse, we have the most diverse country in the world and it's awesome. And we need to celebrate that. And that's mm-hmm. what this book does. It's got children from all backgrounds. It's yes. an all-inclusive, multicultural book. 
And that's what I love about it. <laughs> well, it's a great it's a great lesson in story also. It is. Uh, and it fits mm-hmm. with the diversity picture and it does. Yeah, but I do love the artwork. Yeah, it really the is artwork great. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's just you know, all those kids are going to come home one day and say, is Santa real? The kids at school say he isn't. Right. And so that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about how Santa passes that tradition on. He wants you to be part of him by picking a less advantaged child and giving them that Santa gift from your heart. And there you'll see the illustrations from the heart. And I told mm-hmm. Rajiv, I want this swirlies to come out of the heart. And go into the gift because I really want to focus on the heart. Mm-hmm. Because I think if we all stay there, we were all there as children. Our generation lost our way. Um, the baby boomers were too busy building. We were too busy expanding on what they built. And now we need to get back to our hearts. And this younger generation is open and we need to make sure they stay that way. They will. They, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think they're born too. for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like we were, right? Yeah, we just didn't know it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yep. We yeah. found it because somebody pushed us. <laughs> Go <laughs> suffer until <laughs> you're tired of it, <laughs> right? Because right. it's all got a yeah. way of working you out. So that's it a does. that's a loving act to mm-hmm. push somebody down on the mat from yes. that perspective. Yeah, because so, that's saving them from getting hurt in the future. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and everything that happened in our mind that we thought was negative or bad or whatever. That was also a blessing. It was just, mm-hmm. in reality, our positive experience. Yeah. Yes. Working its way out through our humanity. Yeah. Exactly. Because we're Shaboom. all human. Mm-hmm. Shaboom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you see like that's like, what? Um, what's next? Well, recently I've been told I need to open two-way communication on my podcast. And I'm like, okay, well, how in the hell am I going to do that? I'm sorry, but I just, I just talk real plain because my podcast is for beginners. Um, because there are so many people out there who are starting to experience what we have been fortunate enough to experience forever and ever. They haven't, and it's new, and it's scaring them, and they should not be scared. Right? I mean, this world is awesome. I, through Google Translate, have been communicating with a woman in, in Bengali about she's having experiences and it's scaring her. And it's like, it's okay, you know, and, and just telling her what a little kind bit of experiences. Of, well, she said, it's just, everything seems different in her country now. And the things on my podcast, she listens, but she's like, I guess it's so new to her. And so what we've done is we found that common ground that we both have the same universal light that we look up to. And so that's opening her perspective. And that's what my sole purpose is, is to open people's perspective. And it's easy to do if someone's open, but I'm working with people who are just now opening or who have not ever been open and they're scared. And so it helps that I have a science background because I can come at it from, I started to post, I just started this week. I'm posting research articles with my podcast so oh, that people cool. can find the research. Mm-hmm. I know I know my f- personal physician listens to the podcast. Oh, I love so it. So that's, yeah, yeah. So I'm wanting to approach more traditional healthcare people, broaden that perspective. And I'm 
opening up two-way communication. So the way I did that is I haven't had guests. And so now I just got set up to where I can have guests on my podcast remotely. So you have to remember, it's totally different than your set set up, Michael, in Maryland. Totally. I mean, I'm on the go literally with a microphone stuck in my iPhone. And so then I'm set up now to where I can record remotely when people, I can interview them remotely, and then I can put that into the podcast. So I have that. I've also was led to become a mentor on the Wisdom app. The Wisdom app is a very new app. It's a new two-way, almost like live talk radio app that you can join the wisdom community and speak on your subject of expertise. So mine is spiritual communication, energy health readings, um, opening up, stuff like that. And and people can call in, and I mean, re- in real time through the Wisdom app. Mm-hmm. So I've just started that this week. I was nervous. I put it off for two weeks. I'm like, I don't want to go live because... <laughs> What if I what if I sound dumb or you know all the things that go through your head kind of like we I, do every time yeah. we go welcome yes. to today's podcast <laughs> what if I because stutter we or, we made a commitment at the beginning right. like we were the only way this would work because we tried to plan them out and we, uh, no Mm-mm. and when we just like let go and exactly. was like we create intention mm-hmm. we have a general sense like. I don't even like to know too much about if I don't know somebody oh, yeah. because it takes away my inquisitiveness. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we just learned to like stay in the pocket and it's been an right. extraordinary. Just let the universe lead it. Even if a spot happens where like I was listening back um, to one, the last session recorded and there was one where there was spaces of silence. Like you were talking and there was the space. Yes. And that's powerful. It was seriously powerful. Right. When I was listening to it, I'm like, I was, pro- I needed that space. Oh, interesting. To process what you had just said. Okay. You know, so we always have this idea, or the mind has an idea that right. it's got to be a continuous thing, like that. And it's like these spaces of, Blankness are so frigging crucial. Like another example <laughs> is like I just uh, had a weekend with my mastermind people. So when we physically get together, mm-hmm. a couple, it's like your energy off. Oh my off the chart, right? God, like I could literally <laughs> move a mountain. Like yeah. that's like your hair literally up. <laughs> because yeah. the synergy of the people were were literally committed to this mm-hmm. one thing, and um. I, it's a, like a high, like a, you've never known before. So mm-hmm. as you're coming, not coming down off of it, I just ride it till the thing goes. Right, right. And I'm in Sedona. I always yes. land in Sedona mm-hmm. to balance myself out. Mm-hmm. And I'm here. My mind's going, you're only going to be here for one more day. You got to go, blah, blah, blah. you got to do this. You got to do this. And I'm like, no, I've been to Sedona like a million times. Mm-hmm. You know what? She wants me to take a nap right now and integrate. That's right. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> yeah. I closed my eyes right. in Sedona. Yeah. Because it's not a crime not to appreciate all of that. Because I was still appreciating when I was... Exactly. It's like this mental thing that we're all escaping. We have this preconceived idea of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's not true. It does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and even mm-hmm. if it was true, it's not true. Right. <laughs> no, it's not the truth. It's not the universal truth. No. Right. It's just an experience. It's something you've created for your own comfort. Yeah. So it's just such a blessing to like let that go, let this go, yes. allow this just to happen mm-hmm. is really, 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 really extraordinary. When I'm working with beginners too, I like have six easy steps. And step number two is take a quiet time. Yeah. That's it. You have to take quiet time. And then their egos start saying, but I'm busy and I have a two-year-old. I'm like, okay, do you take a shower? They're like, yeah. I said, at the end of your shower, you take a two-minute quiet time. You just stay there and you let the water run over and you quiet yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or you turn off the radio in the car. Yes. Those are the same stories I yeah. used to tell people. I'm like, okay, I get it. I got four little kids too. Mm-hmm. However, when I get the chance to be quiet, even if it's 30 seconds in the car, in the bathroom, like you mm-hmm. said, in the shower, I take it. Right. And it doesn't have to be long. No. We need to get rid of that idea. 30 that it's seconds. Gotta be, we got to sit there and meditate with our legs crossed and chant for two hours. No. That's no. mental. That's right. not meditation. Right. Because mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it, yes. that's not it. <laughs> right. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about the labyrinth, the labyrinth at the peace place. I'm, yeah. I'm walking it. I'm hearing animals. Right. But I'm also hearing my guides. They're just, mm-hmm. they just fit in with the birds chirping and the. It's really know. easy in nature to connect with yes. our guides. And, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I stress that even if you're from an urban area, it doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a story last week where I was, this year's been a really difficult year, not as far as energy for me, but as far as the human aspects of the year and trying to manage my my folks have been having a lot of health issues, which has brought up a lot of emotional issues because they're baby boomers and baby boomers are here to build. Therefore, I have to build. I have to be doing something, Uh you know. So we had to deal with a lot of emotional issues related to having uh, health issues and stuff. And I'm walking across the parking lot at work. Da, 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 da. I'm looking down. I saw a snail. And I'm walking again in my quiet. And mm-hmm. there's another snail and another. And then I saw a stink bug. And then I'm like, you know what? You're right. My guides were telling me this has been the slowest, stinkiest year that I have had in a long time. <laughs> you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. You just have. That's another thing I tell beginners. Just open your senses and become more observant. Right. Just become more observant because the answers are there. Your guides, angels, they're helping you. All we the just time. have to notice, right? Yeah, right. So they're just waiting to notice. Awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you go back to that quiet time and the noise around, um, I've got a new grandbaby in New in Manhattan, New York. Uh-huh. I mean, a half mile from Central That's Park. That's a quiet place, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's what's so interesting. Every day that I've taken care of her. Uh, whether my daughter was at work or I had her by myself, we went to either Central Park or Riverside. That's right by Hudson River, too. Mm-hmm. And she gets in that stroller. I mean, that's her car. Yeah. They're, they have no cars. <clears throat> and the first, you know, half mile to get to Central Park is eh, eh, sirens, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, mm, 
because she's a very active <laughs> baby, a very mm-hmm. active baby. And she's looking around, but she doesn't jump at any of it. She just kind of takes it into stride. She'll look a little bit. We get into Central Park with the trees, the birds. She is in a zone. And my daughter said, watch her. She, like, goes into meditation. (laughs) (laughs) And she does. She goes into the zone. She's just loving the nature, even though she was not bothered by the stuff on the street. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. She's in this incredible zone, and I'm like, wow, I can get in that zone when I'm with her, too. Mm -hmm. And then about 20 minutes in, she might fall asleep for a bit, but then she always would wake up before we would get back. No crying wake up. It's just, okay, yeah, here we are. Yes. And I'm just observing and seeing what's going on. And I'm just like, when my kids were babies, that never would have happened. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, living in a in a quieter place, I was probably very anxious too, right. and I would have yeah. fed into them. But it was really amazing that it didn't matter the crazy going on. She was just it doesn't. It was fabulous. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe she's just practicing for the world later. <laughs> could just be just being neutral. It could be because then you get her out of that stroller. She's on a go. She is doing everything she can to sit up, to do everything physically that is experiencing her body. <laughs> yes. And yeah. how it interacts with the world. Yeah. So it's really interesting just observing how all of that And worked. children have so much to teach us and remind us. Yes, yes they do. Yeah. yeah. To and, remind us because mm-hmm. we got away from it. Like, when did it become the thing that we had to have eight hours of sleep every night? I don't know. When did that become? Because I will tell you right now, my husband and I, we don't, don't follow anything like that. That's another, been another thing this last year. Sometimes I'll go through a 24 hours of wakefulness and I'm fine with it. It's, I mean, my body is good. Or another time I might sleep 15 hours and it's, it's 100%. fine. We have gotten so away from that. Oh, you have to only sleep eight hours at night. Right. <laughs> what? You have to process and... And everything occurs in your subconscious before it occurs externally. So if you're not processing it, and we process in our sleep, (laughs) right? I don't think the universe says, I'm going to send you eight hours of processing a night, so go lay down. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like letting that go so that you connect with what's really going on inside of you and honoring that. And then that's a whole nother. It is. That's a whole nother ride. It is. It is. Well, throughout right. this last several months, anyway, maybe a couple of years, I'll find myself <laughs> wide awake in the middle of the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But I'm not disturbed. Call me, Marilyn. I drive nights. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, but I stay quiet. I'm not disturbed either. I, I feel yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. bothered by it. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to rest. I can just rest. I can just be right here. Mm-hmm. I can be in yeah. this. It's like a centering. Yeah. A centering, you know, because yeah. I, like I said, I drive nights primarily mm-hmm. and the radio's not on. And it's nice. a very like centering when I don't yeah. have Agnes or Jay or whoever over in a seat talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a very centering time. Yeah. And the traffic's less. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. So give me a call. All right. You guys can work that out. Thank you so much for being here today. Like really, that you guys invited me. I'm really excited about being here. What's the name of what? What do people got to do to find your podcast? Okay, I'll put the link in the below. But just if they're listening, um, truckingthroughlife.com. Three separate words on all the platforms, except for some reason on Apple, it's one word. I don't know. Okay. But we also have our uh, website, truckingthroughlife.com. I have a lot of overseas people that listen to, on their desktops and not on their phones. So you can listen, of course, on your desktop that way too. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh, and the book, The Magical yes. Gift yes. from Santa, is available on Amazon.com. We'll go put the link in there too. That would be great. Yeah. And you'll have to type in my name because Amazon's search engine is still sucks. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll get yeah. the link and put it in yeah. our description yeah. okay, box. Perfect. Once I do that, yeah. Um, it, it travels everywhere. So, yeah. Yay. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's so been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely. so fun. Sometimes yeah. I forgot we were being recorded. Yeah, those are the best <laughs> podcasts, though. Yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we thank you guys for listening today and um, just being here throughout this ride. It's been really awesome. I'm so glad that we came back for season five, but this is I this, know. this completes season five. Yeah. Yay. And it'll probably air right around Christmas time too. Okay. So Ta-da. another perfect, um, a perfect alignment. The, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to say thank you so much for listening, and to all of our guests this season. Thank you for coming in and supporting us, and to all the listeners, we love you. I see you downloading, and I really appreciate it. And I know Marilyn does too. Yes, it's just really great you, to know you. that it's being received and spread and like, yeah. We are so grateful. Yeah. And we're happy just to be spreading this information that all these yeah. fabulous friends of ours have to share. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, thank so, you. Thank you, we love you, and we will see you next season. Yay! Bye, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.